Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Did you miss us? It's fine, yeah, look at the camera. But also, you need to be present for the people who are listening. Sorry. Via aural means... Yeah, is that the word? Aural. It sounds very, it sounds very wrong. It sounds very wrong indeed. Uh, Owen Keane is back. Hello. Hey. Well, you've been here the whole time. You've just been behind a paywall. Yeah, exactly. You've been you've been keeping me away. Yeah. I feel like the Phantom of the Opera. I'm finally emerging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally allowed to spread my wings and fly. Well, no, you have to behave now again, right? Because things are getting on hit. Now, this is inadvertently <laughs> turning into Patreon promo, and I don't mean it to be. But like, if you want to, it's patreoncom culture. But like, you have to behave yourself here now, right? I understand. I listened Some back. <laughs> it's just off the Richter scale. Um, I was listening to the episode that we recorded right before Christmas. I think actually I might have had COVID that day. Did you get COVID Perfect. before Christmas? Um, no, thankfully not. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe I didn't, but um, I came back into work and they were like, oh yeah, everyone got COVID after the Christmas party. And I was like, which? Well. Yeah, I was yeah, so. Yeah, because you also had 45 Christmas parties. Yeah. It was just, it was, yeah. Anyway, January is great. Time for a reset. January is great. Well, you're thriving because it's award season. Yeah, it is it? award. It was my favourite right? season. Yeah, yeah. My, no, no, my phone just dropped. Oh, I want to make sure that I have yeah. it here for Brilliant. all, um, you know, yourself. All your, all your uh, many, many research. E- all your many, many research. <laughs> wow, good English. <laughs> Me fail English? That's impossible. That's impossible. It's award season. You're yes. thriving. You want to do an episode on the Golden Globes, but neither of us were really organised <laughs> And to be honest, I forgot Golden Globes to TV. Oh, yes, they do do TV. Yeah. So, and I, but like the Golden Globes, I wonder, has their time really passed? I thought, I, well, I don't know. I actually thought it was a good Golden Globes this year. Just well, by, apart from the. Uh, just by, but like, Joe Coy being bad kind of made it good in a yeah. roundabout way. But remember the golden days of the Golden Globes, to excuse the pun, like when Tina Fey and A. Polo used to present it and they used to just go through everyone. And the Golden Globes is always like the fun where everyone got, dr- got drunk because it was a free bar or whatever yeah. and then there was the whole thing where they <laughs> turned out to be massive racists. Yeah. So I think they still have to do a bit of re- um, image rehabilitation. Is that the right term? Yeah. Or whatever. And they're getting there. I actually thought that the winners in the Golden Globes were very interesting and judging by the SAG nominations, I think the Golden Globes actually got it f- um, far more correct, if that's the, the term. Pink. Yeah, I think that the Golden Globes were... I, well, they awarded people who I liked and I heard, there was a SAG, I think, like load of... I'm perfect. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four. Let me hear you scream before some more. But the SAG is there's a load of missions, but we'll get to that in a, in a second. Okay, well, we won't stay, we won't dwell too long on the Golden Ghosts because obviously they've been and gone, but we have to talk about our little succession babies. Yes. Did we make predictions on one of the last episodes? Uh, I think, no, we definitely made predictions about the Emmys. 
We, there's definitely an episode where we probably should listen to this. Probably should have done a bit more preparation. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Do you know what? We're here now. But mm. yeah, our, our little soccer children, they did very well. Karen Culkin picking up Best Nail Actor in a TV series, drama, mm-hmm. because obviously they split the categories at the Golden Globes. He picked one up there. Sarah Snook picked up Best uh, Actress. Best Female Actress in a drama, drama again, I would imagine. Matthew McFadden, Best Supporting Male Actress. How do you pronounce his surname? Not to get back to the whole M. Night Shyamalan of it all. Jesus Christ, McFadden. <laughs> Is it McFadden? Yeah. It's not McFadden. No. Okay. No relation to Brian. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Not that we know. Oh not that we God. know. Are we going <laughs> <laughs> to... Wait, but this is the tangent we're going off on now? No, I was about to say, do you know the way we're always going on about doing um, <laughs> the genealogy shows, but it's Matthew McFadden, doesn't it? It turns out he's actually, he is actually like Brian McFadden's First brother, cousin. You know what I mean? <laughs> For fuck's sake. Did Sarah Sook win at the Gungo? Yes, she did. Yeah. Did she definitely? I think so. Yes, she did. Okay, we sure? Yeah. Sarah Snook won, Succession won Best Drama Series, and there was another, I think, award. I think basically Oppenheimer won five awards she in the did. films. Apologies, Best Female Actor in TV yeah. Series Drama. The Golden Globes categories confused me quite a lot. Yeah, it's been, yeah, and, and then, Succession won Best TV Drama Series. Yeah. And then who, so sorry, Matthew McFadden or McFadden, whatever his name is. I told you how to pronounce it, and you were just deliberately not <laughs> pronouncing it. <laughs> So sorry. Be endearing to your general public. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, he won Best Supporting Actor, but then who won Best Supporting Actress in a TV show? Best Supporting Actress. Oh, it was it Jennifer Coolidge? Pretty sure. No. At the Golden Globes. At the Golden Globes, yeah. Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot here now. Best like Supporting a... Female Actor in a TV series at the Golden Globes went to. You've won more guess. Oh, give me Not a clue. Not the one you think. You oh. watch the show and I don't. The Bear. Um, I watched The Bear, you fucking... Sorry. Okay, wow. I love okay. The Bear. You do? I told you to watch The Bear. Yeah, you probably, actually, you probably did. <laughs> Tommy's at home watching The Bear right now while I'm filming this. No, it? no, no. So he said he'd started. Oh, then he was, I, I know. It for the first time it's very good. We'll discuss this when we come to the Emmys. Okay, wait, wait. Give me a clue. Okay, you've already given me a clue. You watch the show, I don't. To be honest, kind of not who I would have expected to win. I have no idea. Go on, tell me. Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown. Oh, of course. She's six foot three. Is she? Yes, she is. Jesus Christ, she's like Slenderman. What the hell? I know. Did you not see her when she was like going up to the stage and she was kind of like, she doesn't really walk. She kind of glides because she's just so tall and she's like kind of ethereal in a Florence and the Machine kind of way. But then if you look up at her shoes, first of all, her feet are like, you know, Sideshow Bob size feet. (laughs) You've laughed so much that your glasses fogged up. And she's wearing flat shoes because she's six foot three. She's oh like, God, not you, sh- Tiffany Pollard, and Elizabeth McKee in her old maiden shoes. You did not just say that. Golden Globe winner Elizabeth McKee in your shoes. Yeah, well, you're a Golden Globe winner. Dress like it. You're better dressed for this. Book. Honestly. Okay. They were the Emmys. Kind of no surprise. No, no, they were the Golden Globes. They were the Golden Globes. <laughs> Sorry. We're about to talk about the Emmys. Mm. I think Nicholas Braun would have been in for... You can mind the mic, it's fine, don't worry. Or if you... Yeah, just don't drink the mic. Okay. Um, I think Nicholas Braun would have been in for a better shout, but obviously he's been kind of the centre of a lot of controversy. Has he? Controversy. A lot of allegations about him getting with the women that are young over the... Yeah. No way. Like in the midst of the final season airing. I think we'd just wrapped and we didn't... Maybe we didn't really talk about it, but But, yeah. but obviously we were being paid off by Nicholas Braun's PR agency not to bring it up. <laughs> So, thanks so much to Tiffany in I, New like, York. I was, I was kind of surprised he went. You know Sorry, what I, mean? I didn't really understand that. Okay, so uh, so it, this makes way more sense because there was a video of, I think it was Iowa Debris, mm. Edebiri, Edebiri. She was arriving at the Golden Globes and then Nicholas Braun was coming out of the car at the same time, another car, and then there was like an awkward interaction and then I think Pop Crave, Pop Bass, Pop whatever, they were like, oh, Iowa Debris and Nicholas Braun meet at the Golden Globes. And I was like, why is that noteworthy? But maybe it was because she was a bit, like, standoffish towards him. Maybe. Oh, I need to go back and look that. I hadn't... So, the last I heard about Nicholas Mom was that he was the new Timothée Chalamet, a.k.a. spreading STIs all over New York because some people were having sex with him. Well, I, yeah, I think it's a combination of those... Wow. Story. I, have you been follow, following Club Chalamet? Absolutely. Do you know who Club Chalamet? I know who Club Chalamet is. Yeah. Explain to the listeners. <laughs> so Club Chalamet runs this like Twitter account, which uh, I mean, she's clearly obsessed with Timmy. She recently went to see Wanka for the sixth time in the in the cinemas. Too many times. Um, Wanka. I actually haven't seen it, but it's meant to be very good. Yeah, and everyone says it's. It's actually good. pretty decent. But anyway, Club Chalamet was basically this fan page. No one knew who she was, and then suddenly she outed herself on 9/11 because she was like, she wrote a big long. This is the weirdest thing ever, but a big long post where she was like. I was meant to take a job in the South Tower 
well, like in July of 2001, but for some reason I got a really bad feeling about it and it would have been, it would have changed my life financially, yada, 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 but I decided not to take the job and then three months later, obviously, the 9-11 happened. So basically the moral of her story was, follow your gut, but then everyone on the internet was like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> if you were, if you, if you were old enough to have a finance job in 2001, how fucking old are you? And then it came out, so that this, it's this like middle-aged woman who's like obsessed with Timothy Chalamet to the point that and like... like we're not, this is not an ageist podcast, I wouldn't have an issue with this only like the level of standum is I would say borderline obsessive like when the news about him and Kylie before they were even like fully mm. public fully out as they were at the Golden Globes they made yeah. their fucking public debut and she had she had some words some choice words to say about Kylie's presence at the Golden Globes yeah. let me tell you oh what did she say she was like well we, we all know what the elephant in the room is and then she went on about something else and how sad she was that Timothy lost the Golden Globe and basically wouldn't be up for any other nominations. But I was reading that and I was like, this bitch is going to Selena him. <laughs> she's going to fucking either kill Kylie or she's going to kill Timothy. Yeah, because she is like, is oh. constantly going on about how sad she is that they're together. Like, yeah. She, sorry, <laughs> when the rumours initially came out, she was like giving advice to other... Timothy Chalamet stands. stands. Do they have a collective name or is it literally Club... Sh is, has Club Chalamet or maybe Club, Club Sh collective? Maybe Club Chalamet. 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 Timothy M. Night Shyamalan. Timothy M. Night Shyamalan. Nobody's going to get M. Night Shyamalan unless they're patrons. Yeah, well, that's an inside joke for the patrons. So Exactly. Anyway, yeah, she was like giving advice to other Timothy Shyamalan. What was her advice? Log off. If this is too stressful for you, drink loads of water. Prioritise self-care. The woman... Don't take a job with the... Both of our ages combined and ten more. You know what I mean? Honestly. Touch grass. Touch grass. But what does, she, what does she do? She didn't take that job in the South Tower. What did she end up doing? Because there's a big gap between 2001 and 2023 when she became very prominent as a Timothy Chalamet stan. What if you went in and you were looking to sort out your pension or draw <laughs> a mortgage and you open the door and it's... Club, Club Chalamet. Chalamet. <laughs> what would the funniest job for her to be? Imagine if she was like... Well, I don't but know. if it has to be in finance. Yeah, oh, yeah, she has to... Accountant. Yeah. Uh, well, in the, yeah. <laughs> Imagine you missed your tax returns because she's too busy standing Timothy during awards <laughs> season. If Timothy wins an Oscar, she's just cancelling oh, her work gone. for the yeah, thing. She's gone. Timothy deserves an Oscar. I really like calling by your name. Anyway, he sorry, go on. He deserves an Oscar and he will get one eventually. But Do you think? Fucking not be for Wonka. Don't get me fucking started. Well, I don't, babes, he's not going to be nominated for Wonka. I know he's not going to be nominated for Wonka, but I, th I, th well, I think the only awards he's in hope there is Hugh Grant as. <laughs> The Oompa Loompa. The Oompa Loompa. Have you seen that video of them doing the French interview? No. And obviously Timothy Chalamet is half French and he's like, je joue uh, Willy Wonka. And then Hugh Grant is like, right. je joue le Oompa Loompa. And he just looks so <laughs> depressed. His face is so drawn. Aww. It's brilliant. Hugh Grant famously has loads of kids, so that's why he's still working. <laughs> I think he said that in interviews. He doesn't like acting. Perfect. He's faith um, these kids. Brilliant. Sorry. Emmys? Yeah, let's, let's talk about the Emmys. Emmys. Okay. <laughs> I really wish we had gone back and list, listened to our predictions. But anyway, look, it won for Best Drama Series. It beat off Andor Succession, I should say. It beat off Andor, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, the biggest loser ever. At I the saw that. Before. I think it's been nominated 55 times, has never won. Yeah. I get the exact figure, but it's like the most. 53, 53. 53. Close enough. Um, Succession, winner, Best Drama <laughs> The Drama Age of Club Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> Bear won for comedy. Um, Sarah Snook won for lead actress in a drama series. Gave let's go. Speech. We, can, we, we can go through, like, trying to go through the categories. So, sorry, yes. you, you were going through best drama there. Like, who did the, who did the succession beat off? Andor, Better Call Saul, The Crown. <laughs> beat off is a term we probably shouldn't we should, use. Well, you said it. <laughs> you said it first. Did I? Yeah. Anyway, House of the Dragon. You can't move for beating off. The last, <laughs> the last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, Yellow Jackets. Okay. So there was a train of thought okay. or a theory that was running around the internet that The Last of Us was going to win a load of Emmys, basically because Succession had been on so long ago and The Last of Us was kind of fresh in people's minds and, you know, Pedro Pascal is this darling, whatever. In particular, that Pedro Pascal was going to win the Emmy for Best Actor. And I was no starting way. to freak out. Okay. I was like, Succession needs to, you know, get these awards. So I was yeah. very happy this morning when I woke up at 6.30 and I saw that yeah. they had won. Delighted. You, did you watch The Last of Us? Yes, really like it. I liked it. I think next season is where we might see more awards chatter because it's, I think it's a more significant season. Well, what happened at the end of the last... What, what happened at the end? To, it wasn't everything not solved. Well, no, like, there's still a, a fucking ongoing are they not pandemic, like... Yeah, but are they not, like, in the little plantation out in Montana and everyone's happily ever after, kumbaya? What episode did you stop at? Maybe I didn't finish. <laughs> I don't think you did. No, wait. They're all there in the commune, are they not? 
Babe, you did not. Oh, no. Oh, what happens? There's like, I'm not fucking telling you what happens. I'm not spoiling for everyone. No, I definitely watched it. What happened <clears throat> in the last episode? Yeah. Did they go back to the city? Did they go back to where they were? They're back to the city. Do you remember seeing with a giraffe at all? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, a, it's like a living zoo. Yeah. Okay. And what's the issue? I mean, that sounds great to me. <laughs> it's, it's not that there's an issue. I'm not spoiling the end of the last okay, but... Tell me off air. There is, yeah, I'll tell you off air. And if you haven't watched, I would recommend. But I think season two... Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Perfect. Season two, I think there'll be more... Adam, cut this. ...awards chatter. You know what I mean? Because, like, Succession was always going to run away with this. Like, yeah. But there was a slight part of me that did doubt it for a, for a tiny second. Yeah. Okay, comedy series, The Bear won. Now, come on, is The Bear a comedy? But this is the thing, and I think Karen Culkin talked about this on Red Carpets mm. around the genre splitting, that it's a bit... And he actually said explicitly that he... So he said he views Succession as a comedy. Okay. And... But doesn't... Wouldn't necessarily go as far as saying that it's in the wrong category or whatever, but he said there's definitely another show that is in the wrong category, but didn't say. And I think he means the bear. Yeah, what, because, what else could he mean? Yeah. And I don't think he means... I don't think it's in a... Positive or negative way, I just think that's obviously his opinion, whatever. <clears throat> now, uh, I, I wasn't... I think the very funny as well. You do think it's funny or you don't think it's I funny? I do think it's funny. But yeah. I think Succession is funnier, and I think Succession could either be a drama or a comedy. But I they're both Bayer dramedies. Leans... Yeah, but I think Bayer leans way more drama. Definitely. But no, I did like, I noticed that thing about the, there was the Twitter thing, they were like, somebody was like, I don't think the bear is a comedy. And then someone was like, I did find it funny when they drugged all those kids. And that was a very good scene. Yeah, that was very good. And then also they talked about, but see, people are, are, as well are mixing up season one and season two of the bear. This was season one. Yeah, because of the writer's strike, all of the winners at this year's Emmys for the bear are for only season one. Which yeah. Which I think is gas, because like... So are they just going to win all again next week? Because, but, uh, were, people, like, were people voting thinking they were voting on season two, which I, I think is know, infinitely maybe. better than season one? You think season, season two, two is better? Because when you think we'll, we'll get to Best Sporting Actor, yeah. our baby Richie, Ebon. Eben, yeah. Eben, it's Eben, Ebon, sorry, lol. Um, Who I don't like because he was Desi in Girls, but you've never seen it, so you... We'll he, get to it. Yeah. But he is, he's, he is a much better season in season two. Way better. I, anyway, we'll anyway. get to that in a sec, but anyway, the bear won and it beat off, I'm just going to keep saying it, yeah. Abbott Elementary, which I am going to start after this because it looks Oh bad. my God. Do you watch I, it? Uh, it's the, one of the best shows on TV. I would have liked for that to have won Best Comedy. Uh, beat off Barry, Jory Duty, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso and Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? The bear doesn't belong in that category. Sorry, how many fucking co- people got nominated? Was it, what was this, a free-for-all? It's like a participation trophy. <laughs> Um, Were they afraid to hurt anyone's feelings? Yeah, I think so. Well, they should have been, They should have had been less fearful of fear in Ted Lasso's fucking feelings because that was a fucking shit show. I, I've never watched it, actually. Don't bother. Yeah, to be honest, I think it's a bit too nice. I like my comedies to be gritty. Yeah, you do, yeah. Like um, the bear. Lead actress in a drama series we already mentioned, Sarah Snook. Winner yes, who did she beat? She beat off our own Sharon Horgan for Bad Sisters. Okay, never going to win Sharon, no problem. No, <laughs> Sorry, no offence. She might, season two. No, no, but in, the, in this oh, year. in this category, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right, and this year. Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets, Elizabeth Don't Moss. watch it, it must be really good. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale. Elizabeth Moss, as I said, can't... Oh, I know we're not on the Patreon anymore. I continue. Park that thought. Park, yeah. park that thought? I will park that thought. Park that thought. Uh, Bella I just feel as if it's a bit ridiculous that Elizabeth Moss is in The Handmaid's Tale while also being a member of the cult. Oh, yeah, you can say that on my feed. That's perfect. Can I? Okay, yeah. great. Allegedly a part of a cult? Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. 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 Yeah, that's fine. Um, Bella Ramsey, Last of Us, Kerry Russell for The Diplomat. Mm, can my, you name one person that's watched that? My friend Dara. Perfect. Yeah, literally, I, I can literally shout out to Dara. One person who's watched it. Okay. I think he watched it while he had the flu. Okay. And I think he sped through all the episodes. I watched the first episode of it and it was very good. There's a good little twist at the end of it, but it's ridiculous. Okay. Okay. Lead actor in a drama series, Kieran Culkin, Succession, of course. Baby girl. And again, famously up against... Brian Cox, also for Succession. Yep. And Jeremy Strong, also for Succession. Yeah. First time in Emmy's history that three of the same performers have been nominated in the same category. Three the from same the same show. show. Yeah. And were you surprised to see Kieran Culkin win? No. I, uh, this is why I want to go back to what we predicted, because I think I said that Kieran Culkin might win. I think you had said that you were still on the Jeremy Strong train. Do you know what? I'll go back and I'll, I'll do an addendum after you're gone and I'll, and I'll okay. see if you were right or wrong. When you're gone. When you're gone. Okay, this is the thing, right? It's not that I was, When I look back, I'm like, I think all of the winners make sense. And I think they're yeah. absolutely correct. Are you all right? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous of the video. Oh, you're fixing your posture. No, it's fine. Yeah, I, um, I just fixed my posture. The only thing I was... Okay, Brian Cox, definitely... Okay, don't need to sit like that. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, this is how I always sit. It is, yeah. Brian Cox never gonna win, respectfully. Not three episodes. Three episodes. Not in the season that much. Spoiler alert. Whatever. Has he ever won an Emmy? He has. 
Let me look that up. I looked it up. You continue. The thing with Jeremy Strong is, Jeremy Strong, brilliant across the show, mm -hmm. but ultimately I do think stronger in the first three seasons than the fourth season. Mm -hmm. And it's not even that I think he's bad in season four or less good. He doesn't have as much to play with as the others do. But to be honest, and we'll obviously get to the sags, I really thought he would get something... Mm. We joked about a fucking participation trophy. I kind of thought he would get something to be like, acknowledge the hard work across the board of the cast. Okay. But now I'm wondering, was it simply also just a case of he wasn't going to go, so he was never going to win? Why, does, like, he, does he not he go to award shows? He will, no, he does, <clears> but he hasn't been at any of them. And I don't think, he's not going to go to the SAGs now because he's not nominated. He wasn't at the Golden Globes. As far as I'm aware, he wasn't at the Golden Globes. Oh he wasn't God. at the Emmys. He sorry, he definitely wasn't at the Emmys. I'd be 90% certain he wasn't. I don't think Globes. he was. No, no, it was a picture of him. Again, don't think he was at the Critics' Choice Awards. So has he fallen out with the whole cast? No, he hasn't, because Kieran thanked him in his Emmy speech. That's not really what I'm getting at. I'm just wondering. So he was up at the Critics' Choice Awards. Brian Cox never won, an Emmy. never won an Emmy for this show. Okay. Did he win for something else? Yeah, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Miniseries or Movie. For what? Um, in 2001... The same year the club Chalamet did not take a job in the South Tower, <laughs> he won for uh, Nuremberg, where he played Hermann Wilhelm Göring. You're very good at accents. No, I'm not okay. at all. Okay. Um, <coughs> I I don't know. I thought he would get something. Mm. But when I look back on this category, it was like it was always Kieran. Well, I think yeah, and maybe like so. When I first saw that he won both the Golden Globe and the Emmy, I was like, wow, they're really appreciating Kieran finally. And but like, he was so good in that season. Yeah, like. Brilliant. Yeah, so overall, good choice. Well done. Good job, Karen. And he get the most, go like, very good. Well, sorry, his speech is kind of being divisive. Did you watch it? I watched the speech, yeah. So he is married to someone called Jazz Carlton. Jazz, Jazz Carlton. They're very cute on Instagram. Um, but he's obviously, like, thanking everyone. And he thanks the cast, and he thanks Jesse Armstrong, and he thanks his wife, and he's like, oh... Um, thank you for giving me my two beautiful children. I'm paraphrasing here, but he's essentially like, I yeah. want more kids. You said if I won, maybe, right? Yeah. And I interpreted that as, like, he's joking, but if everyone asked Katz, obviously, at the post-up of, of him winning and being like, this is adorable, and the comments, they were kind really? of scalping him. Yeah, and I was For like... For what? Are we taking this a bit too seriously? Oh, my God, people need to fucking just take a chill pill. It was very obvious that he was joking. <clears throat> Yeah, or, uh, but even if, and even if he was joking, I'm sure it was like a playful conversation that they had or whatever. And it's like, a, I don't know, are people like, say, like what, 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 what are the comments saying? Someone was like, I'll actually just bring it up, but someone I think was like, not at all, stop with this or something like that. Hang on. I, will, I would wonder if he's deleted. No, actually, he's not the kind of person to delete a post. Mm. Um, of course, my beautiful wife, Jazz. Thank you for giving me my two amazing kids. And Jazz, I want more. You said maybe. You said, you said maybe if I win. Okay. And the caption is, the awe is real. And the first comment is, is this cute though? Lol. And like the grimace. Can I smile like this? Okay. Oh, yeah. And Evan Ross cast is by saying, not just cute, it's downright adorable. Well, okay, then, I wouldn't have engaged. Second second comment is saying that they know Kieran and that they're kind of vouching for him. If this was a non-famous straight couple who the wife uh, who the wife was like, oh, God, if you I'm win bored this already. golf tournament, I'll have a baby with you, more people would be grossed out. Okay, I mean this. Yeah, sorry. Someone commented going, this is so fucked up. With a full stop after every word, and then someone replied and goes, You're too online, and I appreciate that person. <laughs> People are in general too online. For once, the comment section, it's not it. Anyway, gorgeous speech. I, I, yeah, I thought that was cute. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe we'll get cancelled for the British take. On social media, please don't. I'm very insecure, Perfect. and I would freak out if yeah. I was cancelled. Um, limited our anthology series, Beef One. Have yeah. watched. I've, watched. So, myself and Tommy have actually watched this. Um, can't really get into it. I kind of get bored very easily. Okay. But I, it's enjoyable, but it's not like, it's not gripping. It's a lot more than I thought it would, because it's the same with the Golden Globes. So what else was up for the, in, the, in that category? Okay, so it was up against Dahmer, uh, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Never seen it. Um, Daisy Jones and the Six, which I didn't see it. supposed to be gold. That's with Riley Keough. Keough? Keough. Who is the daughter, or granddaughter of Elvis, yeah. Fleishman is in trouble. Fleishman is in trouble. trouble. Brilliant. I've watched and I've read the book. I'd recommend the book. So good. It's written by Taffy Burdesser Ackner, who is brilliant. She's actually a profile writer. I think we spoke about her before. She was the one who wrote that very famous profile of Tom Hanks. She's written loads. She also wrote one about Bradley Cooper. What famous one about Tom Hanks? Did you there was one like Tom Hanks is the nicest man in America or something? And it's like a big profile of him and he comes across very well in it and then she also writes a profile about Bradley Cooper okay. where he's just very closed off and very inaccessible and it's 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 so good to read she wrote one about Val Kilmer which was very powerful because you know the way he's like 
he's um, suffering from terminal cancer. Yeah. Uh, it was very, it's just, it's brilliant. She's such a good writer. Okay. Anyway, so I would recommend And that. then rounding out that category, Obi-Wan Kenobi, our fave. <laughs> Lol. Have you ever watched a Star Wars? Uh, no. Okay. I actually haven't. Have I? Yeah, I <laughs> Here's $10. Go see a Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, oh, my God. We must be arrested development on Patreon. Oh, so good. Yes, the list is going too long. Okay. Lead actress in a limited or anthology series or movie. Again, went to beef. So that was Ali Wong. Ali Wong. There. Going out with? Going out with Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yes. And yes. so... Where are you going here? <laughs> Need I remind you again? We are not pointed by one. Sorry. Okay. I have to... <laughs> what are you about to say? Basically, somebody mentioned Ali Wong and Tommy was like... Oh, you know that she's going out with Bill Hader, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then me and Tommy was we're back to Project Television. The two of us turned to the exact same time. It was like, "He's meant to have a massive cock." <laughs> and it's true. It's because Rachel Bilson from the OC. She said that she misses his big penis. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that info's in the public domain. Whatever. Blame yeah. Rachel Bilson. Yeah, but it sounds as if I know. I'm the only person who knows about this. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, I was about to say shoot Rachel Bilson. Don't. Do that. Please don't shoot Fuck Rachel Bilson. Yeah, okay, I need to all that. <laughs> Um, so, so sorry, Ali Wong beat out Lizzie Kaplan for Fight Runners in Trouble, Jessica Chastain yeah. for George and Tammy. Did you watch that? No. Uh, Dominique Fishback for Swarm. No. Catherine Han for Tiny Beautiful Things. No. And speaking of, Riley Keough for Daisy Jones on the Six. No. Uh, lead actor in a limited or anthology series or movie went to Stephen Young for Beef. Beef, you see, okay, what the hell? Are we? Are they all seeing something in Beef that I'm not? I think so, yeah. No, sorry, this is a bit of a weird category. Uh, maybe it's just that I haven't watched a lot of them. I know everyone is going on about Blackbird. Taron Edgerton was nominated for that. What is Blackbird? Something to do with prison, I want to say. It's actually supposed to be excellent, but I haven't watched it. Is it like Prison Break? No. Well, then I'm not watching. <laughs> You're only watching us. <laughs> yeah, I'm only watching if uh, what's his name? Wentworth Miller. Wentworth Miller, naked yeah. and tattooed. Exactly. Oh, That's the, so the only my favorite Mariah Carey video. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Yeah. Is he not in two of her videos? Oh, is he? I think it's. I think we belong together. There's a continuation of another video. <laughs> I guess they belong together. That that cinema. That's cinema that we should be. Rolling. Yeah. Exactly. Um... <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Kamal Nanjiani, Welcome to Chippendales, which was on Disney Plus. I don't know. Did anyone watch that? No. Evan Peters for Monster Jeffrey Dahmer story. So cute. Not obviously in Dahmer. I actually don't really agree with Dahmer. Sorry, that sounds weird. Uh, I obviously don't agree with Dahmer, but um, the concept, <laughs> the concept of that of that show, I think it's a bit icky. Didn't like a lot of the victims' families come out and be like, um, we don't want you to glorify this. It was very divisive, but like eight bajillion people watched it. So then yeah. it's perfect, brilliant. Ryan Murphy's like, perfect, brilliant. It was Ryan Murphy behind it. Yeah. And Truly it, the most evil man on earth. just announced the casting for the second because it's a full anthology series. So I think it's like that. Who's the second one? Ted Bundy. No, the Menendez. Oh. Brothers. oh. It's like Javier Bardem. That's going to be good. The Menendez Brothers is like, like there's still people it's who. Very dark, yeah. who but, they, but they. Full on believe that they're innocent. Yeah. Are they both dead now? Were they killed in prison? I don't know. We need to move away from this. Sorry. We're, we're just getting into completely incorrect territory, which we love to be in. For Sorry. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe for Weird, Weird, the Ali Yankovic story. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. Uh, and Michael Shannon for George and Tammy. So congratulations, Stephen Young. Okay, very good. Yeah, not too pretty special because who cares? But Elton John won that me. He got it. So he he got it. And he wasn't there. Was, was he like, not? He was like in bed. Did he have like hip surgery or something? Oh. Again, could you wait? Are you going to stop me before I say something horrible? Can you get an old man? I know, and he's retired and everything. 
Um, my friend Ronan makes off. Shout out to Ronan. He's Australia at the moment. He'll, sure, he'll never listen to this. Um, well, thanks. Ronan. He, so, yeah, he's actually a bit of a dickhead. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, he thinks it's too easy to egot, and I think I agree with him. It's he says it's gotten way too easy. There's egots flying around the place. Yeah. It's like you know, if Michelle Williams, if this, if the first thing that Michelle Williams wins is of her egot is the Grammy for reading Britney Spears's book. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the Grammys are funny ones, I think. Like, like Unless you're a legitimate triple threat and it's like, you do it. But there's, but some, is, there's something about like reading a book or something or doing a comedy. That's the thing. Like, you know? Oh my God, I'm going to be killed by the comedians now. Do you know what they should bring in? They should turn it into an E-Gotti, but it's if you want an IFTA. <laughs> do they still have the IFTAs? Yeah. Do they still do, they still do it? Yeah. Why? Or turn it into a me gosh, but it's a Meteor Choice Award. <laughs> Oh, I know the Choice Awards, Stephanie said, but obviously Meteor doesn't sponsor no, them. No, exactly. The Choice Awards are legitimate now. Um, <laughs> no, but you know when they tried to make it like it was like an MTV VMAs or something like it? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Anyway, is, there, okay. is, there, is there any award, like, in Ireland that would be actually worth winning? Like, on an international I was going to say something so mean, and then I was like, I could potentially be nominated for What is it? The Podcast Awards? No, I just, no not that. I'll tell you all fair. Um, the Podcast Awards, though, I like... Lower. Which one? Think lower. I was just... I don't know. It's fine. Anyway, directing for... Is it like Ireland Day? Yeah. Or no, is it the 6 o'clock show employee of the month? <laughs> Most improved. Most improved. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> directing for a drama series... Mike, my lad, one for succession. Yeah, which episode? I'm not sure. Does that give the? I think it gives a particular it episode. episode I think if this, if I'm correct, this is the episode where we find out that Logan, Logan Roy has died. Okay. So or that's because I think he directed that as well. I think for some reason, because somebody was talking about the fact, which I actually didn't realise, <clears throat> there's a scene in that episode where um, Kendall has to go and look for Sarah Snook, whatever her, what's her name in the fucking show? Jesus Christ, we did an entire podcast series, but <laughs> what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? What's Shiv, her name? Shiv! Shiv! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God. That was God. insane. It's got a complete brain melt. Okay, so Kendall has to go up and search for Shiv. Yeah. But the director purposely didn't tell um, Jeremy Strong where she was. So what you see is him coming up, and there's a big crowd of people because they're all there for Connor's wedding. Mm-hmm. And he has to, like, literally go around and try and see where she is. So, like, it, it, well, actually, now that I've talked about it, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's not that groundbreaking, but I just thought that was an interesting tidbit. I'm just obsessed with him, especially because he did a former flop that we covered on this podcast. Oh. He did What's Your Number? What's that? It's like a rom-com of Chris Evans and... Chris Evans the... Chris Evans, like, Captain America, like... Oh my God, I thought it was Chris Evans, the radio presenter. No, the, the ginger. No. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? No, Chris Evans and Anna Faris. And it's about, like, she's trying to... Okay. Uh, she reads a magazine article that's like, the whatever number of person that you've slept with is the person you should end up with. So she's But she's already hit that number. So she's, like, trying to go back to everyone she slept with, being like, one of you has to be the one. Okay. It's, Chronic. It's so bad. Okay, that sounds like a, that sounds like a terrible uh, premise. The episode is very good. Yeah, but then he's gone on. He's now doing fucking Succession, and he's an Emmy-winning director. Oh, so sorry. Yes, he directed this. Wow. This is okay. Like, okay. So, like, spoiler alert for the episode later this week. We just did Mean Girls two. Okay. And the writer on Mean Girls two, which like Chronic flop, straight to DVD, shot one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Right, just really boring. Okay. Um, Who was on, in it? Anyone? Anyone we know? No one you'd know. But went on okay. to write Hidden Figures, the NASA <sighs> movie, and then went was nominated for an Oscar. Hidden for Figures, one of my favorite yeah. movies. Really? Working like a dog day and night. <laughs> we need to do for pop culture. I've actually never seen it. Hidden Figures is really good. Yeah. Taraji P Henson. Taraji P. Henson, when is she getting her flowers? Uh, okay, Mark, my lad, good for him. He beat out uh, Lorene Scafaria, who also directed for Succession. She And she also, Bo Burnham's ex-girlfriend. No way. We, we hate Bo Burnham because he Do took yeah. Phoebe Bridges away from Paul Mescal. Wait, did he take her or did they just put mm, yeah, just just uh, But Lorene Scafaria, didn't she also direct Hustlers? Yes. One, of, the, one, one of a great... Iconic, that's, iconic, iconic. And actually, I know we're going to talk about the Oscars later on and we're going to t- briefly touch on them, but um, Hustlers, Jennifer Lopez should have gotten a nomination. I'm actually still so mad that J-Lo... Okay. Didn't get the nomination. Florence Pugh got the nomination. Sick. For what? <sighs> Little Women. Oh, well, she played Amy. She was she was very good in it. Um, Did uh, you see Florence Pugh at the Golden Globes? Was it? She brought a lady friend. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, sure. is she taking a walk on the by side? I hope so. 
She deserves it all after putting up with Zach Braff for fuck's sake. Why? Oh, don't tell me he's cancelled too. Well, he's just very old for her. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, sorry, Andridge Perek. Perex. Oh, God, I hope I'm pronouncing that name. He was also for Succession, um, but it was Mark, my lad one. And Mike White was up for The White Lotus. Okay. Oh, good I'm for sorry, Dervil Walsh was up for Bad Sisters, one of her own again. Oh, great. And then, not being funny. Never no chance, no, not at all. Excited well, for season two. I'm season delighted that Bad Sisters have got such a good reception internationally. And I think, honestly, it's Ireland's year. Yeah. I think, honestly, obviously, last year, everyone was like, oh, Banshees of Inisherin, Colin Kuhn, um, the short film from Northern Ireland, which they actually did win the Oscar. But everyone was like, okay, this is going to be Ireland's year. This year, I think Kelly Murphy might do it. He is. I think he is. Do you think so? Yeah, 100%. We'll talk about it in a sec. Okay. Um, I'm going to blitz through just to go to the ones where... Go to the guests. Go to the... I think there was a few winners from Succession from the in the guest category. Yes, yes. Sorry, writing for a drama series, Jesse Armstrong for Succession. Good for him. Beat out Sharon Horgan, Dave Finkel, and Britt Burr for Bad Sisters. Jesus, how many nominations does Sharon Horgan have now? Uh, way more. I think people because the nominations were so long ago. I think people forget. Okay. But it's delayed because the Emmys. Mike White. Because the White Riders. Craig Mazin for <clears> Last of Us, Peter Gould for Better Call Saul, Gordon Smith for Better Call Saul, Saul and Paul Willeman for Andor. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to skip ahead to guest, guest to the guest. Supporting actress went to Nisi Nash, my faves, for Monster, even though, yeah, kind of problematic for Problematic, research, but, but she... Nisi Nash should win everything. Nisi yeah. Nash should win for Scream Queens. Oh, I've actually never seen Scream Queens. You too, you'd like to I liked her in um, the movie about the Central Park Five. It was on Netflix. Yeah. They Can't Hold Us, watched. Can't Hold Us Down, no. Can't Hold Us Down is, of course, the song with Christina Aguilera and Lil' Kim. Yeah. It's not, not the name of the Central Five. Why don't you keep thinking about that and then <clears> we'll uh, go... OK, we'll like, go to our comedy I, I, series. What I was going to say actors. is... Well, I was... Sorry, and this is really annoying when people talk over each other, and sorry. It's I'm, all we've done for this entire podcast. I'm I, sorry to the listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. I really do apologise. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> Working like a dog day and night. Stop doing that impression, please. <laughs> but... <clears throat> I forgot. Her. Oh, Nisi Nash's speech is definitely worth watching. Oh, for one, yeah, brilliant. She gives a shout out to like not only the character that she played on uh, in this in this in movie. Monster. So yeah, I think Jason she played was it the mother or the sister of somebody who was a victim of of Jeffrey Dahmer? I never watched it. I, I know I couldn't have any less interest in true crime to be honest. Especially okay. a story like that, I was like, no. Nah. Absolutely. Yeah, see, I was the same. I had no interest in it whatsoever. No. But she also gave a shout out to Brianna Taylor and to Sandra Bland, which I think is a very important message. I love you, Nisi Nash. Um, sorry. Okay, very quickly, lead actor in a comedy series, Jeremy. Allen. White for the bear. Oh, yeah, good for him. Jason Stakis in Ted Lasso. Martin Short only merges in the building. Jason Segal for shrinking and Bill Hader for Barry. What do you think about Martin Short and Meryl Streep dating? Love it. Here for it. Are you? Here for it. Majorly, yeah. Okay. Majorly. I just fuck not. I mean, yeah, sure. Fuck around and literally find out, you know? Yeah. Martin Short, famously an Irish passport holder. His dad was from Antrim. <gasps> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Bring her, bring Meryl over, Martin Lip. Yeah. She hasn't been since Dancing with Lunasa. Dancing oh. at Lunasa. Yeah, we can. She needs to work on that accent. She does. Um, supporting <clears throat> actor in a comedy series, of course, Eben Moss, Backrack, and thanks to Taylor Swift in his speech. Why? Which again, that's season two, though, babe. You know. Oh you're my God! Yes, he sings Love Story. Yeah, yeah, this is. They're getting too mixed up. It's confusing, but you know what? It's not his fault. So I, wait, who, who else is nominated for supporting actor? Sorry. Uh, Anthony Carrigan for Barry, Phil Dunster for <laughs> Lasso, Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso, James Harrison <laughs> for Jory Duty. I oh. love Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein is hot. Oh, is Phil he? Dunster is hot. Okay, I need to look these people up. Okay. I think you'd love a bit of Brett Goldstein. Okay, let me, let, let me Google him. He's like Oscar the Grouch if he was a man. Ooh, famously my, the sexiest. Yeah, it's Sesame so Street. Muppet. Phil Dunster then is like classically. Brad Goldstein. No, Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. Brilliant. You need to watch Abbott. I think you really like it. It's like a. Oh. <laughs> I told. Didn't I? Mm. Didn't I? Because he's playing like a Roy Keane character on Ted Lasso. Is he one of the soccer players? Yes. Ooh. And he's so cranky in it. I haven't watched anything to do what? with soccer since Footballers Wives, you but should... I will dip back in. Oh my God, we have to Footballers Wives. It's brilliant. Stop, <laughs> stop making TV shows because you can't cover them all. I mean. But okay, do you know what we have to talk about is the fact that Harvey from Footballers Wives was in that Barry's Tea ad. Do you know the one where she's like, is this a date? What? Yes, he's the love interest in that ad. I swear, you need to watch it. Google it. But like, okay, I'm going to... This is actually a visual medium, so I'm going to find this picture. Okay. Darren, Darren Keneally is so funny. <laughs> we, we mention him in every... I know we do mention him in every fucking podcast, but... 
Okay, one second. Okay, while you're doing that, supporting actor in a drama series, Matthew McFadden, Succession, but again, up against uh, Nic- Nicholas Braun for Succession. Do you remember? Sorry. And, sorry, Alan Rock. Forgot Alan Rock's nominated. Oh, and so, Alexander Skarsgård. So somebody was saying that it's very fitting that Alan Rock, who played Con- Connor, is the only person from all the Succession not to have an Emmy. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. Don't say that. That makes me sad. Okay, sorry, just go back to the... Don't uh, make the, me sing. <laughs> don't make me sing. The Barry Stead featuring Harvey from Footballers Wives. He's the love interest. He's the guy who goes into the office and then he makes her a cup of tea she makes him a cup of tea and then suddenly there was a text and then she's like she responds is this a date and she does this face I'm going to show it to the listeners yeah show it to the listeners show it to the viewers viewers perfect is this a date is that focused in who knows uh, yeah exactly yeah it's probably not going to work but I, Darren Kennedy has then made that a meme you keep, keep talking I'm going to find some of the examples okay Matthew McFadden was always going to win that in terms of who else he was up against a lot of White Lotus people Theo James Michael Imperioli F. Murray Abraham and I think that's it for the so, succession so, winners um, I was going to say there the White Lotus I thought actually probably might have deserved um, the Emmy there I think F. Murray Abraham I'm so glad that he's coming back into um, like pop culture or whatever. He yeah. was famously won an Oscar for Amadeus, which is now coming up on my TikTok a lot. The Very random. TikTok. Yeah, I mean, who the hell knows? Things to get a resurgence. Um, and then, sorry, well, sorry, I will say Jay Smith Cameron was nominated in the supporting actress in a drama series category, but Jennifer Coolidge, obviously one for the White Lotus. Let's move past the Emmys. I think it'd yeah. be interesting to go back and listen to our predictions, but... Are we happy with the Emmys? Yeah, I think I'm we happy. are. Yeah, I think so too. I think who else was it going to go to? You know what I mean? Like well, I just... I, I do... I, in some ways I feel sorry for Jeremy and then otherwise I'm like, he'll be fine. Well, okay, actually... He'll have his day in the sun. He will. I mean, to be fair, he's already had his day in the sun. He already has an Emmy. So I'm glad that Kieran Culkin got the recognition that he deserves. Actually, you mentioned it very, very briefly, White Lotus. Jennifer Coolidge got the Best Supporting Actress. And yes. I do think that Megan Fahey, who plays the wife of Theo James, mm. she deserved it more than Jennifer Coolidge. I think everyone's like, oh, let's give it to the woman from Legally Blonde. That's funny. She'll do a funny speech. Whereas I actually think Megan I Fahey deserves... Know. She's very good in that last season. Yeah, she's good. But I think Megan Fahey ran the gamut of emotions. And yeah. And, well, I suppose she has also won because now she's going out with the, the nephew who was getting fucked by... Oh, my God, and they're such a hot couple. Yeah! Most of us. Okay, um, film nominees for the SAGs. We've got... American so SAGs, to explain, is the Screen Actors Guild. So all the actors who are basically yeah. registered... To, to act in the US yeah. get to in Hollywood get to vote on this and I think it's seen as a better <clears throat> indication for the Oscars I feel like this changes per award season I agree so I, I actually don't take my word for it whatever because I think last year Kate Blanchett won for Tar and of course she didn't win the Oscar yeah or maybe I'm wrong let me look it up but she definitely didn't win the Oscar she de- no no Michelle Yeoh won the Oscar Okay. SAG Awards 23. So, motion picture cast, we have American Fiction, Barbie, Haven't seen it. Purple. Have seen it. Haven't seen it. Killers of the Flower Moon. Have seen it. Oppenheimer. Have seen it. Who do you think's going to win? So, I think um, Oppenheimer... Okay, wait. See, I, the SAGs are very hard to predict. Okay. Like, I think you have to think of, like, who do the actors love? Who, who are their preferred... Like, who's very popular in Hollywood? Mm. And I That's think that, like, Oppenheimer is going to get a load of technical awards in the Oscars. Mm. It's going to get, like, best sound, best cinematography. Whereas, excuse me, um, it's, I, I don't know, will they, maybe they will appreciate We have to go through all the other nominations to see, actually, yes. who was liked by them. Um, male actor in a leading role in motion picture, Bradley Cooper, Maestro. Have you seen it? No. Oh, is God. It no. Yeah, I'm not, the reviews are not good, Web. No, it's terrible. The reviews are not good. So I, like, watched, I, so we were home, it was, it was Christmas, it came out of Christmas time on Netflix, and I was like, great, we got to watch Maestro, it's all going to be up to all these awards. Sat down, and it's one of those films that you hate watching at home, because, like, my father was in the corner, like, being like, what the fuck is this? It's like, I'm sorry, it's not the field with John B. Keane, so I don't understand it as a concept. And he like, hated it. It was so slow moving. It's all about Leonard, Leonard Bernstein, Bernstein, um, who was like a composer, I guess. He wrote West Side Story, but then he also was like a conductor. I don't really know what conductors do. I don't either, Bib. You know, and I think... I can't with Bradley Cooper as well, learning how to conduct to do it for six minutes. It's so... Six years. Like, to be able to do it for six minutes at, for the actual thing. Like, like Bradley Cooper says, famously says that he got sober mm. to, so that he'd be able to realise his full potential. Mm. Babes... Have a drink. Back on the gap, please. Yeah, honestly. It's when he's talking about it, he hates chairs. <sighs> he's just painful. I just know the ride wouldn't be worth it with him, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're right. I hope Gigi's happy. Um, well, okay. uh, well, I don't think, to be honest, isn't he meant to be... Well, I famously wrote on my letterboxed... <clears throat> I'm just going to give my letterboxed a shout-out. Yes. Do you have letterboxed? Yes, I do. I think you follow me on letterboxed, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I'm not sure you followed me back. Rude. Really? Yeah. I don't even know if I know how That's to do that. your letterboxed username? 
Own Keen 101. Okay. Okay. So, um, I keep talking. I have to find my... Okay. Best actor in a leading role. We've got Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. I mentioned this. Uh, Sorry. Coleman, Coleman Domingo for Rustin. I haven't seen that. He is killing on the red carpet. He looks so good. good. Uh, Paul Giamatti for the holdovers. Winning more than people maybe thought. Yeah, and I'm a bit worried. He's the biggest, I think, threat to Killian Murphy. Yeah. Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Uh, Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. I haven't seen American Fiction, fiction but I'm hearing great things. Yeah. Bradley Cooper is just, like, so annoying... I, I, I want him to be... Uh, so, OK, we'll talk about the Oscars here now as well. So I've been listening to like, all these Oscar podcasts and I think that the five nominees for that, I think Coleman Domingo could maybe drop out and Andrew Scott, our boy, could be, come in there from all of us strangers. Do you think? Yeah. Why? Because there's more Europeans, there's more British people yeah. and I think that he could win the BAFTA, actually. Andrew the BAFTA Scott. Or the Oscar. Oh, the, you think he'll win the BAFTA? He'll win the BAFTA, and then th that will give him momentum to propel him into the Oscar race. And you don't think it'll be Polly Paul, Paul Mescal? <coughs> Paul Mescal? Yeah. For all of us strangers. Yeah. I think he's more a supporting actor. Not that I've seen the movie, or actually. No, you're right, you're right. So I think all the momentum is behind Andrew Scott, and he's like been picking up a load of like. I think he got nominated for the Golden Globe. He did, a few, yeah. A few other things. And I think if he. If he Wins the BAFTA, I think for sure he is a really good chance. I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm talking on my hoop here. Maestro, my review for it was Bradley Cooper as a self-obsessed, chaotic bisexual. Is this meant to be acting? <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, female actor in a leading role. We, for motion picture, we have Anesh Benning for Nyad. Supposed to be good. I loved it. The Jodie Foster response is upon us. i so happy. I've loved Jodie Foster for years. Do you know that she won both her Oscars by the time she was 30? I'm obsessed with her. She was 27 I'm in Science and the Lambs. I'm obsessed with her. She has have the most you, interesting story. It's are incredible. The, are you watching the new True Detective? Yes. In the I, I, so, how many episodes have you seen? I've seen all of it. <gasps> Don't oh, my God. Don't be jealous, guys. Don't be jealous. Green doesn't suit you. So... <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about it after. What do you think so far? Well, I think I need to watch it again just so I fully understand it. But it was good. Is it meant to be scary? Is it meant to yeah. be like a horror? Uh, more scary in comparison to other seasons. Okay. So I like the first season, True Detective, with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, Jodie Foster is an incredible actress. Has the most amazing life story. Look her up. Got her first Oscar nomination when she was 13 in Taxi Driver, playing a child prostitute. Um, a guy shot Ronald Reagan in order to impress her. Guess what? She's a lesbian, so it was never going to work. Kind of iconic. Um, yeah, and then has, is one of only three people, three women to have two Oscars by the age of 30. Obsessed. Do you want to know who the other ones are? Yes. Well, one of them is Louise Rainier, who's, like I think, a German actress from like the 20s and 30s. But the other one, can you guess? To have two Oscars. Two acting Oscars. Two Oscars. <clears throat> An actress. Think of actresses who've won Oscars Recently. twice. Yes, relatively recently. Olivia? No, she only has one. Mm, Emma Stone could get her second one. She could get her second one, but then she might, she, she's over 30. It's not Jennifer Lawrence, is it? No. no, she only has one. Fuck! This is hard. Yeah, it is. I'll give you... Um, give me a hint. <clears throat> I gave you a fucking hint for Elizabeth Debicki. <clears throat> yeah, sure, you still didn't get it. <clears throat> she's six foot three. Um, okay, I don't know. This is like... So she's an actress. You, When I say her, you know exactly who she is, but you haven't seen her in Yonks. Okay. In Yonks. Okay, like I get... How long? Ten <clears throat> years? Five years? Okay, like, yeah, about Tally that. No, Curry. no. Okay. She only has one. They, okay, this one... So Clint Eastwood directed, directed her to an Oscar win. Meryl Streep. No, she has three. Fucks. Uh, but she also did one after the age of 30. You have to focus on... Oh, Hilary Swank! Hilary Swank! Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, so go on, anyway. Annette Benning and Nyad, great movie. Yes. I think it's a perfect movie to watch with your mom. Okay. Uh, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Fire Moon. L I mean, incredible. I think we'll probably win the Oscar. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. Uh, I actually, she's the best thing about Maestro. Okay. She's good in it. There's a, there's a few good scenes with Carrie. I actually think Carrie Mulligan is great. <laughs> Controversial opinion, apparently. Um, Margot Robbie for Barbie. Yeah, I like that. I think Margot Robbie should get an Oscar nomination for this. Uh, Emma Stone for Poor Things. Uh, incredible. Uh, it probably should win, but I think Lily Gladstone will win. To go back to that one, I think that uh, Annette Benning won't get the Oscar nomination. I think that um, Sandra Hula from Anatomy of a Fall, okay. which is my favourite movie of last year. Okay. Do you want to hear my Nyad review yeah, from Letterboxd? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a movie from Mams, and I loved it. <laughs> Cried three times. Took a picture of me crying to send to my friend Dara, and I've honestly never looked worse. Great film. <laughs> Um, okay, male actor in a sporting role. Okay. Uh, we've Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. I haven't seen it, but he looks unreal. Willem Dafoe for Poor Things. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Robert De Niro, Kills of Fire Rune. Yeah, he's good. Do you oh, think? Oh, no, sorry. 
I meant Robert Downey Jr., who's the next nominee for Oppenheimer. Robert Downey Jr., I think, is probably going to win the Oscar. Again, they love a comeback kid. And then Ryan Gosling for Barbie. So, I, yeah, Ryan Gosling probably should get an Oscar nomination as well. It's, it's kind of fun. But what I want to see here is um, Charles Melton get nominated for May, December. Charles I Melton think. of Riverdale. I think, I think those days are... Do you but, think? Yeah. I think he'll come oh. back and he'll do something else, but... I think it's been shown out of too many other categories. Um, May December is such a good movie if you haven't seen it, watch Yes, it. but it's on, like, Sky. It's I really... had to download Now now Movies for it. It's yeah. very annoying. It was on Netflix in the US. If you get a cinema membership, the distribution, I'm going to be honest, has been weird, but apparently it's really worked out. I'm going to watch it very soon. Okay, it's incredible. Female actor is very good. Role, then we'll go on to the television nominees. Sorry. So we have Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Yeah, okay, so okay, her getting nominated here shows that they love Oppenheimer, so I think maybe the SAGs will give best film or best cast to... Oppenheimer. Uh, Danielle Brooks for The Colour Purple? Yeah, I love Danielle Brooks. Mm. Famously, she was tasty in um, The Colour... No, <laughs> Orange is the New Black. Okay, I never watched Orange is the New Black. Oh, it's not one for the Patreon, but yeah. it's good, it's worth it. Um, Penelope Cruz for Ferrari. Penelope Cruz. I'm surprised that she got it. She needs to get the fuck out of that category and let Julianne Moore get a nomination for May, December. Jodie Foster for Nyad. Absolutely love her. And then finally, <clears throat> Divine Joy Randolph for the whole lovers. Uh, yeah, I think she's she's going to end. She's winning everything. Do you think? Oh yeah, she's going to win the Oscar. Okay. I think it's pronounced Davine. 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 Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure either, but. And then television <clears throat> nominees very quickly: drama series ensemble. We have The Crown, The Gilded Age, The Last of Us, The Morning Show, Succession. I'm so happy that The Gilded Age got recognised. It's the funnest show on TV. I need to start it. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, comedy series ensemble, Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso. Ooh, The Bear's going to win that. And Succession's going to win the other one. Um, I'm going to skip the mini-series. Male actor in a drama series, Brian Cox for Succession, Billy Crudup for The Morning Show, Karen Culkin, Succession, Matthew McFadden, Succession, Pedro Pascal, The Last Vote. Who's winning? Karen Culkin probably might. That was the one that Jeremy Strong got snubbed. Yeah. So I presume Billy Crudup got nominated for the Billy Crudup for the Morning Show. Yeah. The Morning Show, one of the worst movies, one of the worst TV shows, but so like, good viewing. Does um, that make sense? It's then, terrible, but I love it. And then finally, female actor in a drama series because the comedy—it's just all the bear and White Lotus, the usual and Barry. Okay. Female actor in a drama series: We have Jennifer Aniston for the Morning Show, Elizabeth okay. Vicky for the Crown. She's six three. The Last of Us, Carrie Russell, The Diplomat, Sarah Snook, Succession. Sarah's Sarah Snook. Yeah, I presume so. Okay. Any supporting actors in that one? In TV? Oh, good question. No. Interesting. No. Wow. Yep. Ensemble and individual. Okay, this was fun. Is, is it over now? We're, well, I have very little memory left on the SD card, so I need to swap and wrap it up. Okay, great. Okay, well, I really enjoyed it, and I, I hope you did too. I did, and I did. Yeah. This was fun. I feel as if I, I can't wait for us to go back onto Patreon where we can say what we really want. Yeah. If you want us uncensored, what is scary thought, again, it's patreon.com forward slash fat culture. We're watching Fleabag at the finish from the beginning. Couldn't you imagine us on the six o'clock show? Okay. Silence is definitely. <laughs> yeah. um, and we're actually, I'm literally about to re record now. We're going to do Saltburn, and Bopper Flop. Ooh. Ooh. It's Madam a Dance Floor. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Suckheads. We love you so much.